Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Best areas to buy commercial property. When you're looking at residential, you're assessing a lot of different aspects of areas, including schools, land development, access to hospitals and amenities. In commercial property, that's very, very different when you're assessing the suitability of a property versus how well that's going to be suitable for your tenant. So tune into this podcast as I take you through what to look for when you're looking at the best areas to buy in commercial property. Where's the best area to buy property in 2024, especially in the commercial property space? Now, I know that the last 12 months, it has fluctuated and areas change and returns are everywhere. So where is everything going to fall? How are you going to find that particular type of property and what area to buy? Now, in residential, most people say, oh, you need to go to this suburb in this area to buy this property and it's going to go up. So for example, a lot of people say, oh, you got a Perth, you got a Metro Perth within 10, 15 Ks, you buy the property in the last two to three years, it's gone up in value. Or you go to areas near the Olympic Pencent in Brisbane, that's gonna go up in value. Now, commercial property operate totally different from that. Why does it do that? It has a different system. And in order for you to understand the system uh, and apply that and really get the results, you have to invest in some education and you also have to invest in understanding and unlearning everything you knew about residential property to now commercial property. Now, I'm going to share with you, in order for you to find the right areas to invest in 2024, I'm going to share with you the characteristics you're going to need to look for when you buy your commercial property and how that sets you up for the next one, two, three years for exponential capital gains, but creating some back-end uplifts, but also cash flow as well. Because done right, commercial property can give you the trifecta or three. When you're looking at commercial property, the characteristic to look for to know where to buy or the best area to buy are a few things. Firstly, number one, look for areas that are gentrifying. That's areas that are getting fancier. So areas that are going from basically rough and tumble areas and you're going to get better. Now, once upon a time, for those of you who live in Sydney, you might remember by Redfern. Redfern was really, really rough. No one wanted to go down there. They had diminishing returns in terms of their rent and people were worried about literally their lives living there, right? There was a huge Aboriginal community and also a mixture of really low socioeconomic community. But over time now, when people are in their 20s or even 30s now, everyone wanted to get into somewhere like Redfern because it's trendy, it's new, and it's filled with new cafes and a modernized way of living, right? So close to the city, right? So if you look at that, we look at area I've just been to in my last weekend when I was in Melbourne, I was just been to Footscray. Footscray is undergoing that kind of gentrification. It's a real area that is struggling to get ahead. It's so close to the city, so close to the CBD, but 10 years ago, it was even rougher than now. Now we've got a mixture of populations. We've got still the Vietnamese, the Chinese community there. Then we have the African communities and the Middle Eastern community. So it's that real struggle melting pot to get ahead, right? That's the kind of suburbs you're looking for. And you're looking for two, three years ahead and suburbs like that potentially the gain to double something could be five or seven years there's suburbs that's gentrified better so for example we've come a long way in areas like such a Maitland area we've seen areas like your Bingley's and Logan's which you know five ten years ago you just wouldn't want to be there but now heaps of people from interstate are doing developments there you're looking at areas like where Maitland had the highest population migration during COVID that's changed the area as well but 
just even areas like that around Brisbane and around Sydney, Melbourne, they're very small pockets, but you can see that there's new developments coming in, new changes in demographic of people, and that literally the rent per square meter is going up. So you're looking for those areas that are gentrifying. You're not looking for stagnations or not looking into Gibbsland and areas like that in Melbourne, right? So then that's the number one thing, right? When you look at commercial property, the best way to invest in every state, in every suburb, there is an area. I can literally pick, you give me a state, you give me a suburb, you give me an area, and I can tell you where the best area to invest by looking at these three key factors, which I'm telling you now. And again, if this applies to you, make sure you book in for that obligation free strategy course. Make sure you join our community because one of the ways to learn what's happening in the market and all the latest new things that's happening in the market is to join the largest community of commercial property investors. It's costing literally nothing to join. It's a monthly subscription, but what it is, it'll give you case studies. It allows you to attend our fortnightly webinars and our meetups and everything else to know about commercial property, right? And there's really no one out there that does what we do. So when you're looking at that, number one is gentrification. Number two, we touched a little bit on this, is the changes in the rental rates and how we're seeing the demographic changes, right? So as rents go up, you'll realize the demographic starts to change. People lower socioeconomic will move out of the area because it becomes unaffordable, right? And they'll go to the suburbs, two suburbs down, three suburbs down or further out, right? But what will come in is more that people who are trying to get, say, from the lower classes to the middle class, people who can afford a little bit more coming into a better suburb, right? Because they might've got a new job, they might they're moving to a better suburb with a better school and they're moving up in the world, right? And this is a really interesting thing. It's about seeing how rent per square meter, for example, might be three or four hundred dollars a square meter and then all of a sudden when you are seeing the next movement as in next rental so let's say they have a vacancy someone moves back in it's now 350 400 450 a square meter so you're seeing the rise in rent right how do you look at that you look at that from previous leasing results so you look at the, the properties at least you look at how much vacancy is there because as the area has more population coming to this area those vacancies are going to get absorbed so diminishing vacancies there's a vacancy goes up, but the rent price is going up right so instead of people paying their normal 500 bucks a week say let's say you're a hairdresser they're now paying 700 dollars a week right those are the things you're looking for so we always study that right and when we look at an area we want to put the trifecta together so we want to see an area that's getting fancier we want to see rents are going up right so it doesn't matter you see this is the other thing if the rents are going up it doesn't matter you lose a tenant if there's more people coming to the area, it doesn't matter if you lose a tenant. So your biggest fear around vacancy is actually solved because then when a tenant leaves, there's enough people coming through to want to rent that space, but at a higher rate. So for you, it doesn't matter if you lose the tenant. So it's actually works in your favor, right? And that makes good buying decision because it means you can get more cash flow in the back end, right? So you might get in now at a cheaper rent and it might be a lower return, but in the back end, you're gonna get higher returns because the cash flow can go up, right? So that's where you're at. Then the third thing that we look at, the third fundamental thing is returns, right? Returns and price point. And I know that people always say, oh, look, you know, what is the most best suburb to buy? But you've got to look at affordability. If the best suburbs to buy is three to $5 million suburbs, then for the average Australian, you can't afford it, right? So you've got to add in the number three things, which is return and price point, right? So most of the things in there need to be affordable. When I say affordable, I mean sub 2 million. You'll get some things that will probably be somewhere between 
800 to 1.2 million, which is the most popular bracket for most start out investors in commercial property. And some of them you'll get some shops and office spaces, maybe around the four to $600,000 range. You'll get buildings that are not quite freestanding, but still quite substantial with large lettable areas, maybe part of a small strata, maybe, you know, part of a business park, but they're somewhere between 800 to 1.2 million. You get your freestanding buildings somewhere around that 2 million mark, maybe two early 2 millions, maybe high 1 million. That is also a market we're looking for because those areas are going to change because it's affordable for the everyday investor. It's got the movement to allow the rents to go up, which will follow with the value of the property. Plus the area is getting fancier. So there's better quality of tenants coming in, less likely for you to get your property trash, but more that you'll retain the value and the value continues to grow, right? So value uh, as in the price point plus the actual returns now becomes important. Now you might get into these suburbs and it might be a 4% return. Well, that's not really worthwhile. It's not really worthwhile, right? You want to be able to, if you're a metro, these properties, these suburbs need to sit somewhere between 5 to 6% return. If you're in metro, so I'm talking metro Sydney and Melbourne areas, right? If you're in a Brisbane, they need to be around that 6 plus, right? They need to be about 6, 6.5%, potentially 7, but it's very hard to get into those suburbs at 7, but 6 to 6.5 is where you want to be in Brisbane, right? So right now, even with the interest rate, you get in, you have some cash as deposit, so not 100% leverage and all your equity with cash as deposit, you can still get into there, get positive cash flow from day one. And over the next two to three years, raise the rents as the tenants change over. Then you get additional 1% in your cash flow growth. So from going from a 6% to a 7%, plus the value of your property also grows 20 to 30% in the back end. So when you're looking at commercial property, the three key fundamentals to know the best area to buy are that areas gentrifying, so getting fancy and getting better. The rents are going up, right? Every the rents are going up, vacancies are being absorbed. Number three, affordability and return turns, right? So that it gives you cash flow from day one by you putting in a cash deposit, gives you cash flow from day one, but have back-end gains in terms of growth in rent, more cash flow in your pocket, and growth in the capital growth of the property so that it allows you to grow in the next two to three years, 20 to 30%, so that you can refinance and go again, right? That is the trifecta. That is what we look for for our clients when they come and join us on board with the Unicorn team and we help them find a commercial property or we help our clients to map out the strategy to to help them get there to find these properties but we also teach them what are the pitfalls right because if you get it wrong you could be stagnant in an area like this for 10 years right you could be having higher vacancies than you need to and your rents could be not growing right so that's why it's important to have a professional team behind you have someone support you through the journey give you the blueprint of how you can achieve success through commercial property and they mentor you and support you through that journey. And that's what we do here at Unicorn Commercial Property. So we're a buyer's agent as well as an education company. And I want to help you join the largest community of commercial property investors in Australia. So until next time, keep looking, keep researching, keep hunting. Hope you enjoyed this podcast on the best areas to buy and it's given you some insight on what to look for, what not to look for. But most importantly, the deal in commercial property is always a life deal. So anything that's a best area now may not be a best area in three months time. Anything could be prone to natural disasters because remember, if you're buying industrial and you're looking for the best area, those in whatever state it is, has always been the worst land when industrial was built. So you're not going to find them to be mostly flood free. You're not going to find them that it's not going to be 
on contaminated land. It's going to be very, very rare versus finding something retail or office space that's in a much more secure location. All deals in commercial property is a deal by deal basis. And if you want to surround yourself with a professional team who only specialize in commercial property, who will surround you and give you a pathway to achieve success through commercial property, then check out one of our live events, unicorn.com.au. Check out my personal website, helentarrant.com, and also join one of our meetups or get the book that's the definitive guide on commercial property called Cashed Up with Commercial Property. I look forward to helping you in your commercial property journey, but it's all about planning, strategizing, and investing better. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property. 